welcome our virtual water cooler friends to the 36th episode of Into the Filmverse. What is Into the Filmverse, you ask? Well, that is a great question. It's a movie fan podcast covering all types of film content, including movie news, new releases, and a variety of past releases. If you um, want to keep up with the movies we talk about today or any other uh, films that you know we may not get a chance to talk about, you can follow us on Letterboxd, the social network for film lovers. Uh, you can find me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews, and that's M-Y-T-C-H. And you, um, Bryce, where can people find you at? You can find me on Letterboxd at Payne Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. Um, and today, we're going to be talking about some films that I didn't watch because I'm a terrible person and didn't do my homework. And um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about some popular films that, that Bryce watched throughout the week. Um, so, But before we do that, I know we pro- usually just like to start off the top with some uh, movie news. Um, so... The only thing I have that I told Mitchell before this was uh, Tyrese Gibson yeah. has said that Morbius, the upcoming Sony Marvel film, is going to be in the MCU, and then Sony quickly shut that down and said no. It was like immediately, too. <laughs> they were like, no, 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 that's not true. But I'm like, but why would he say it is? Here's the thing I think about, is we got, we got like, No Way Home, right? Alpha Molina. Right. W- rumors of Willem Dafoe, J- <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Why the fuck wouldn't Morbius be in the MCU if it's connected to Venom and Venom's connected to Morbius? Like, exactly. I'm gonna, okay. Like, there's Vulture in the fucking, exactly. Morbius trailer. So, Vulture's in, in Homecoming. No Way Home is out for Molino. Why wouldn't Morbius be in there? And you also saw that, uh, you know, Spider-Man mural or like that painting. Yeah, graffiti. but that, like, okay, that's a Raimi suit. I, I know that shit's but, so funny. But if Spider-Man <laughs> No Way at Home has has Tobey Maguire in it, obviously we're we're creating a bunch of like. But this the, if this has to happen, so this guy. I just happen. I just like I. I wish Sony would just release a damn trailer because I'm just like, dude. I'm like, same. yo, like I don't want to. I, I bet I, you we'll, we'll probably get one before Black Widow. We'll probably get one at Black Widow. Right, right, no, but yeah, exactly. But usually they release them online before. I'm just so like, they I'm can just play like, with it. But I, Sony's like, fucking with us. That's what's upsetting. And Sony knows that we want the trailer, and they're just like, <laughs> "Here's a picture of a trailer." And yeah, like, they did though. Yeah, they did it like twice. <laughs> it's like just, just release it, and then you get the news about Morbius possibly in the MCU, and then everyone's like, "Sony's like, no," and it's like, "But isn't Morbius connected to Venom and Vulture's in Venom? So why or Bo- Vulture's in Morbius? So why wouldn't like?" Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> oh, we have to talk about this. Um, so did we, we I, this is like the news of the fucking century, I think, that come out of DC. So you, you know the Harley Quinn show, and uh, have you watched the Harley Quinn show at all? The, the animated one. I have not. I've seen okay. clips from it. Have you it heard about this new story? I, I there's something about sex, right? A little bit, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, the Harley Quinn show is a very adult animated show, right? Yeah, like it's there, very it's geared towards adults. Joker kills. Scarecrow, like. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of blood, a lot of <laughs> lot of sexual innuendos and everything. Well, season three, so they've done season one, season two, then now they're making season three. I think it's actually done, but coming out soon. But season three, it just got revealed that uh, DC refused to let Har- uh, still, sorry, the DC refused to let Batman go down on Catwoman because heroes don't do that. Because heroes don't do that. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's their exact words. The heroes don't do that. And I saw this. I saw this clip on TikTok. There's this guy who does like a bunch of Marvel and DC shit, right? He had. He was like, "What's the point? He has handles on his cowl. Well, they're they're there for a reason, <laughs> exactly." <laughs> and so everybody online just lit DC on a, like a flame under DC's ass. They're just like, 
Excuse me, Catwoman can get whatever she wants when she wants it. Like, come on now. I just think it's funny that, like, heroes won't do that. And I'm like, Superman has a kid in also, most, like, comics. Right, exactly. <laughs> but you also think about, like, okay, but didn't y'all just, like, have him ba- bang Batgirl in that no- the Killing Joke movie? Yeah, in the comics, he bangs Batgirl, yeah. gets her pregnant, yeah. and then she ends up getting into a fight and come gets on, killed. Son. Yeah, But to- it's okay. Heroes don't go down. They have sex with minors, but they don't go <laughs> down. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I saw that and I'm like, y'all, DC, y'all fucked up. I think maybe you just created a bigger flaming. This, this, it's probably it, better for them than it is because it created a whole shitstorm for them. Here, here's like, I could see this being a problem with like Shazam because you know it's a kid. Oh no! But like, no, no, that'd be bad taste. But like Batman, okay, like Batman's a billion. You think he's a playboy? Right, right. You're telling me he won't go right, down right. on people. And not only that, but you're thinking about the show that Harley Quinn is specifically. Like the people, the that, the type of people that are going to watch Harley Quinn understand this is not the real like. This is not that there is a real Batman, but you know what I'm saying? That, like, this is not like the, the Batman, you know? Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a Batman in a Harley Quinn show. Gotta, of course he's gonna go down on Catwoman. What are you talking about? You gotta think about the Batman movie with Robert Patterson. You tell me Robert Patterson won't go down on people. I think he's like, exactly. You he's up. the kind of guy you would look at and be like, no, nah, he does. <laughs> um, so actually some other cool That's news. That's so funny. Like, it is though. Yeah. What a, what a dumb thing for DC to say. Just I know. Let it, just let it be. <laughs> I know. But I, I bet you, yeah, exactly. But what, I think it's also along the lines. Story. I think it's also along the lines of, uh, in the boys where like, I think one, there's one scene where the guy, where, um, the Homelander was supposed to be jerking up over the city. I thought he did do that. I he did. He did. But like, it wasn't the same as what the original thing was. It was supposed to be in an earlier season and then it was supposed to be even more graphic than it was. <laughs> like I think he, it was supposed to be like like showering like the city with the semen. It was supposed to be like really gross, but it was it wasn't as like provocative as it sh- like was. I love you. No, he's like I can do what, <laughs> his his line was like I can do whatever the fuck I want, and he was just mas- like he just kept saying that and masturbating over the city. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Egomaniac. Anyways, um, but it, another cool piece of news is that a Ted prequel series is coming to Peacock. So I don't. You, you mean, do you like the Ted series? Like, yeah, I'm talking about the teddy bear why i thought the same thing but then i'm also like why not you know i'm like i think it, it sounds that's a little just, weird just like okay so i know peacock don't got much going for it excuse me they have psych baby amazon has psych yeah but they but sorry they're creating psych movies with new movies for psych so you know what they also have the office parks and Recs, but right. like in in terms of like new content you're right right they don't have a they, whole lot they lack in so they're like, yeah, Peacock's a weird what, streaming what could we get the rights to use in our things to get the shows? Ted, that did pretty well in theaters, didn't it? Well, the second one didn't. No, it'll be all right. Yeah, we'll use Ted. I mean, I, I like Ted a lot, so I think... And it's, it's just, Seth, it's Mark, just, Seth MacFarlane said he's returning to be Ted, so... It's I just mean. like a weird choice for me. I'm just like, out of everything you could do, Ted. It's like HBO Max. Like they're making a new live-action Scooby-Doo show. And they're getting a lot of... Are back- they? They're making, they got a lot of backlash, because I guess they're going to they're gonna make a Velma Asian. And everyone, everyone got mad about that. Why? Because people are dumb and they see like she was white, and it's like one well, something she's who gives a, a lesbian. Fuck? Like, yeah, who exactly. Gives a fuck? Like, Literally, that that does not matter to her character at all. But but it's, it's know, one of those things where I'm like, I don't know why we need that. So okay, good, cool. I guess. Like, I, mean, I don't know why do you need any. Sh- My whole question is what anybody that ever says like that to me, I'm like, why do you need any show? I don't know. Or it's any just, movie. It's like, like a weird property to make a show out of is an R-rated teddy bear movie. I don't know. I mean, but there it was it not weird for originally to be made. Uh, I mean, it's uh, Seth MacFarlane. I, I you expect that stuff from him. He made Family Guy. I don't know. My, <laughs> anyway, I just always 
find it weird when people ask that question to me because I'm just like, well, any pro- property, no matter what you do, I mean, it's just like, why make that? I just feel like the show's not going to be as good as the movies because it's like it's a show. Yeah, but so now we're go, sitting here watching Disney Plus. Ways. We're watching Disney Plus shows that are good as the movies, like you know Loki and WandaVision and, and Captain America. And the Peacock Blizzard. don't have Disney money. No, but that doesn't mean like that you can't. <laughs> They're not going to be like. Here's over two hundred thousand no. dollars for an episode. Well, no, of course not. But I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying as far or you know you have Game of Thrones or you have like I mean those are the top tier quality films. But even but even in some like lesser shows you have good good quality content. I was, I was really when you were like Game of Thrones. I was like, are you comparing Ted to Game of Thrones? Because that's not that's not the same. No, my whole point is that you can create quality content without having to have the budget for it. But, but it was, as long as the teddy bear looks good, who fucking cares? It depends on what the show is like, because I feel like if anything, it's gonna try. I to mean, be like, obviously, we're gonna base the show, we're we're obviously when the show comes out, I'll, I'm gonna like rate it based on how it actually is. But right now, like just having just having Ted back and just in general, I'm excited for that. All right, I mean that's that's your that's your choice. <laughs> I I'm different. I'm like um. That's I mean, not, that's thing not is, a big drive for me to get Peacock. I'm good. Well, Peacock's free, so you don't have to worry about it. Do I have Peacock? I mean, Peacock's free, so I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't have Peacock. I'm but, just trying to think now. I'm like. Is that what came with my cable? I think there's a premium version where you might get more stuff, so they might actually have that premium, a premium version. I'm not sure, but I don't, um, I don't like all these streaming services with like mm, their five nope. movies and they're being like, <laughs> right. "Get our shit." Exactly. Um, all right. Well, I think that was all the the movie news for this week. Um, so now we're gonna move on to some of our weekly movie watches. Um, Bryce, I know you. Well, I mean, you and I both, but you more than me. Uh, we both watched the new In the Heights film. I watched it. You watched 20 minutes and yeah, shut it off. that's why I said you more than me. Um, <laughs> I tried watching this film. Did you watch it at home or in theater? Watched it at home. Oh, so you didn't end up watching it at home? I was going to um, watch it in theaters, and all the seats were in the corner, and my sister likes you. to sing, so I wasn't going to take her to a theater so she can try to sing songs. So I tried watching this with my sister as well. How was your experience trying to watch it, watching it? Just not, not maybe with your sister, but just uh, in general. Ev- oh, okay, you don't want me to talk about my experience with my sister? Well, you can. No, I'm just saying, but like, I'm not okay. just, you have to have to focus on your sister. Um, but. For start off, I was like, I was interested because like the songs were actually kind of decent, and I was like, all right, you know, whatever, it's a musical. I, I zone out during musical songs because I right. just don't, I don't like they don't add anything to the story, so I don't pay attention to them. Okay, no, I understand that. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever, you know, okay, intro song, sure. Uh, I will say that uh, the beginning song pretty good in the heights, but you know, we've heard it in the old trailers. It was all right. Um, some of the characters I did not give a fuck about. Like, it's gonna sound horrible. All the female characters just seemed like one note for me. Like, there was a couple where I was like, "All right, you have some dynamic," but they didn't really delve too deep into them. At, le- at least for me. Like, I know there's a lot of people that like the play and like the Broadway musical and shit that were like that would probably argue me. And I know a lot of people probably argue me. Take this with a grain of salt. I'm not a musical person. This is just my. I was like, watch it, and like, I was like. Why do you want to live like like there's one there's a one girl who's his love interest and she wants to live in this like art like next to this art gallery to sell her clothes all I can think about was like why does living next to that help you achieve your goal when you can live where you're at for cheaper and be able just to bring your shit to the I'm like what <laughs> and then there was like some some of the characters would sing and I'd just be like oh you ruined the song because like it'd be like they they had the song it was like a uh, nineteen ninety six thousand or something like that it was like the name of the song and it's really it's like a rap at the beginning I was like all right this is cool this is cool. And then they're like, hey, what would you do with 96,000? She starts singing and not like, she like ruined the flow. And I was just like, oh, no, I don't like the song anymore. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, I could bump this song in my car, just jamming out. It's fucking and good be good rapping. And then it's like, ah, and I was like, ah. yeah, 
So my experience, so my experience with this is, you know, I was pretty, I, I was actually pretty excited for this film because I'm, I'm not a huge fan of musicals. And, um, but that being said, this trailer for, the, for this did get me kind of excited. I mean, it looked like a cool story, like cool music. Although we really just did see the In the Heights music, really. So it started out with the In the Heights. I was like, all right, this is like, it's, it's not so bad, you know? And then it gets, and then it started getting to the second song. And I'm just sitting here and I'm watching it and I'm just like, yeah, nah, I'm not feeling this. And I looked at my sister and she's just, she looks at me like, with like a half like smile, half like grimace, and she, I'm like, you're not enjoying this, are you? And I'm like, she's like, no, and I'm like, yeah, me neither. I'm gonna turn it off. I'm not like, I'm not saying it's gonna, it would be a bad film if I watch it to the end. I, I fully expect no, it to be okay. The the story itself was actually pretty sweet. Like I, I would say, like the third act of the ending, I started like I was getting choked up. Right. So I, I gave it, I gave it four stars because like it got, it got me to that point. Right. But I didn't get past that point. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like the, I was like, there was no intense emotion for me. And then my little sister sitting next to me. Four stars so is pretty good. Every single time she saw the guy who made it, because he made it, he makes cameos in this, right? As like the uh, the snow cone vendor. Okay. And she'd be like, "Oh my god, it's him!" And I'm like, "I want to die." <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And it was every single fucking time he showed up, and I was just over there like, "I don't, I don't shut up." <laughs> yeah. And then, I just... and then she has this bad habit, like it happened with La La Land, because she listens to the musicals like on her own because she likes them. So like, she knew all the songs already. What? So she was already trying to sing every single fucking song. So I was just sitting there on my couch just like, you can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Because this was a Broadway musical. Right, like Hamilton. See, and that's another thing, as I've heard, Hamilton's really good, and that's on Disney+, and I've always wanted to watch that. Yeah, and that's the same guy who made this musical right. was the one who made that. I'm like, it's not bad. I just, I really just don't care about musicals, because like they're trying to, to me, it's like they're, they're, trying, to tell, they're trying to tell the story through musical. It's so and it's rough like I'm trying to listen to the music and also like I'm trying to appreciate music. Oh, you're doing, a, doing the complete opposite of what I do. Yeah. I completely zone out when it comes to the musical, like the music parts. Like if it's a, if it's a song like 96, I was on my sitting there watching it, like, yeah, this is a good beat. I like this. And then it's like a slower song and I'm just sitting there like, I'm just going on Facebook right now. I like. don't. <laughs> right. I, I don't uh, typically, I don't listen to a whole lot of music. I'm, I'm weird like that. A lot of people like, you know, love music and listen to a lot of it. I'm very much like I don't. I listen to like a lot of classical, and I listen to. I'm listening to a lot of swing jazz. Jazz. I listen to jazz too, you know. But it's just a matter of, I, and I listen. I don't listen to a whole lot of just like regular songs. I will. I will. So, I will say they had the guy who played Doctor Dre in Straight Outta Compton. You know, I saw that guy. And I'm like, I fucking know that guy. And I was like, I was, Dude, sit, I I was spent, sitting there and I I watching spent that half the movie up until he started rapping in '96. Thousand. I was like. That guy played Dr. Dre, didn't he? See, okay. <laughs> I, like, I like that you knew who it was on the first bat, because I'm like, I know that guy. Like, I, his face like, is cemented in my brain. And I'm like, where do I know you from? It was, it was like a Disney show. And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, shit, this dude is Dr. Dre. <laughs> so, uh, you know the main character's name is Yusnavi, right? Yeah. You didn't get to where he explained where the name came from, did he? No. His dad saw it on a ship as he was entering New York. Okay. U.S. Navy. Oh my god! I laughed my ass off. I was like, "Could you imagine? You that's your Navy. name." Hey, what's your name? U.S. Navy. They pronounce it U.S. Navy. U.S. Navy. <laughs> U.S. Navy. U.S. Navy. Wow. No, but I mean, so I mean, the whole thing, and I'm sure there's more depth to it than this. But like, you know, he starts out with the kids right at a bar, and then he and then he goes into the first scene of showing that like he, he got a dream. You know, he got a, his a chance to do his dream okay. job. Okay. So and I'm like, oh, so like this like. He's just telling a story about how he mm, got that, that mm. bar, right? I, I want to spoil things. Oh, go ahead. I, I okay. Mean, go ahead. I mean, obviously, so if you're, if you're listening, here. you don't want spoilers. Just get ahead like five minutes. Yeah. I mean, probably less, but uh, just so it, it turns out that uh, he never actually went. So what was that bar that he was at? That's in his shop. 
the shop. He that- was he was gonna leave. Like he like the ninety six thousand dollar lottery ticket was won by the by an old woman that passed it to him when she died. Okay. And then he he was getting ready to leave. Right, like the, he was right at the end. He was getting ready to go. And then the girl he's interested in brought him to the shop and showed him like her collection. And then he saw this painting that his friends did in the shop, and it was a mural of where his dad's place was. Right. And so he's like, "We're gonna stay." And he built like that little cabana inside the shop. So like he he's so the whole this, thing was the the whole thing was just like it he's was like, telling his daughter who's the, who's one of the girls the story of why he's there and his and how he got like his his wife and all that. It's a cute ending. I kind of felt like I did the same thing in the beginning where you're like. Oh, so he already did it because I was like, well, there's no fucking depth then if I know he fucking goes. Like, I right. don't care about his journey there because I already know he gets there. And then it starts dissolving and the background starts turning like a painting okay. that his friend did of the place. And I was like, okay, you know, that's that's pretty cool. It's kind of cheap, but I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> that I mean, that's a fair ending. Again, I think it's just the musical part. Like, if it was, yeah, if mu- this was, musicals are rough, If man. this was if like a regular movie for me, I think I would have a lot more invested. Oh, 100%. My, my thing with musicals is... The music adds like forty to fifty minutes under the runtime. It's not that. I think it takes away from the story. In person, it distracts me because it's like, okay, I, I get it. Like the song, like the songs aren't bad. It's just my point though is I'm trying to understand what you're saying in the song, and it's hard to follow along when it's moving so rapidly and you're singing so different high notes and there's images and flashcards against the screen. Like, I'm missing a lot of what you're trying to say. It's, it's just, hard for me to understand. It, yeah, because there's there's so many times where I just zone out and I'm like. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> like because there's, there's so much information being thrown at you. Because you, usually when you listen, because watching a musical or you know or listening to a song, you know you're listening to a song. You don't always hear every word you're saying. You're kind of listening to the melody. You're kind of you know. Yeah, the beat. The shit. more you listen to it, that's the the more you you start to understand what it's actually saying, right? Sometimes you know you you start like pumped up kicks. Fuck, you don't even half the time you don't even know what it's saying. Like, <laughs> you're like. Somebody's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know it's about school shooting. Like, it's like what? Like hold up. <laughs> but and then you say it like under the context, you're like, oh crap, but like. Watching a film where the music is the main, like, the voice of the film, it's hard to follow along because, like, you're just trying to listen to the melodies and, like, take it all in, and you're not understanding what they're trying to tell you. You know who I think is the masters of musicals? Who? Disney. Yeah, they do. Somehow their songs don't distract you from the film, and when they're over, you're just like, yeah, all right, yeah, then the next part. Like, they just, they feel feel natural. They do, and I think the reason for that is because usually when they do the songs, they they slow it down. As far as like not not like the, the tempo necessarily, but I'm just saying they slow the scene down. They focus directly on them, and the words are clear. And the music, it's like, it's like you know? Kuna Matata. That is the that is the ultimate song for passage of time. My my immediate thing, I thought of Let It Go, but <laughs> I don't like that song. You don't like that song, I don't bro? Like that song. When I first watched, Fro- okay, so I not that this has anything to do with, but when I first watched Frozen, because I I, I I put it off for like years. I want to say four or five years. I didn't watch it. And that's just because I was just like, it's frozen. I mean, whatever. People talk about it, and it's honest, I just never got around to it. And then I finally watched it, and I like watched the Let It Go song, and I, every day for like a week, I was like, Let It Go! Let It Go! You know what my favorite part of Frozen is? Huh? Olaf getting impaled. I watched that like five times in a row, laughing my ass off. Because yeah. I watched it with my niece when she was like two. Okay. So she was like, oh, this is so good. You know, I got a two-year-old. And I like, he got impaled, and I, w- I choked. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. And then he's like, Oh, I've been impaled and I lost it. <laughs> and so I reround it like five times to watch that scene again. And she was like, my niece was getting mad. She was like, no, go. And I was like, this is so funny though. Like, That's hilarious. But yeah, no, musicals are rough. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. Sound of Music did it really well, but I haven't watched that in a long time. So I don't know. Was, I remember I that being good. It was okay. I mean, when I think of like my favorite musicals, Edward Scissorhands, I like that. Except That's for a musical? 
Not Edward Scissorhands. Um, what the fuck is it? Look, I watched that. I don't remember Sweeney, music. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. I was thinking black hair, and uh, like yeah. all I could think about was Johnny Depp, and I was like, Johnny Depp, um, pale black hair, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I just haven't. I mean, the even only La 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 there's only one. La La Land was a. <sighs> Oh, man, it was a rough one for me. Like, the story was really good, but then, but like, and the only reason I think I got through it was because I was in a theater. Like, if I was in a theater, I obviously would have sat through this. But, like, here's, I'm just saying, here, like. Here's my thing with La La Land. Watch this with my sister. She had been listening to the soundtrack you need for stop, weeks. You need to stop watching your film musical with your sister. <laughs> the thing that salvaged La La Land for me actually makes me, like, rate it really high. The ending. No, yeah, exactly. Because, like, exactly, yeah. having him sit on that stage playing their song and staring directly at her i'm like what a big fuck you like he got his dreams his goals he did it his way and you're there with a kid and married exactly and you're not with the guy that you're meant to be with because mm-hmm. you fucked up also yeah, i don't know i have a bad thing in movies where it's like a guy and a girl arguing and i always end up taking the guy side because i'm just like well he's right oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, like like marriage story like even even jada was like the woman was like scarlett johansson's character was very unreasonable and half her stuff and i was like yeah <laughs> Uh, honestly, I'm trying to remember the marriage story. I think they were both in the wrong somehow. I mean, in, it, it in a way, both. yes, but I think that he got fucked over more in the end than she did. Honestly, I don't remember the end of that, so I don't remember. But well, they end up being friends and like friends, quote unquote, but getting divorced and like I don't know. It just seemed to me like he was trying to make sure everything was like their lives are going really well, and she was like, "You're not doing what I want. We're supposed to move." And it's like, well, he's in charge of a theater company, so I figured that you know his career should come. Verse two instead of just being like fuck it we're going to California pa Kelly yeah, I don't know, I don't that, that that's a that's a different movie for a different time exactly so we so we watched that that film I mean well you watched it I keep saying I watched it but I didn't even rate it I mean I didn't even like put it in my box I just but, think it's um, funny because you text me like I made it twenty minutes in and I couldn't do it and I was like that's fair <laughs> again I could tell it's not a bad film I just don't wanna, I just didn't want to watch it I'm, I don't want to watch this no it's good yeah. it's alright um so. I know you. So I know you also watched the Best Picture winner, Godfather. We did. Yes, um, that was our Monday movie. We watched The Godfather from 1971 by Francis Ford Coppola. I am the only one of my friends that have ever seen it until Monday. Until Monday, and I still I still haven't seen it yet because honestly, I, I thought it was like a few weeks away. And you guys texted me and like we're watching The Godfather tonight, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> well, okay, so I, it was tired. it was like it was between The Departed and The Godfather, and both of them were gangster films, mm-hmm. and I was like. Well, I just want to watch The Godfather because That's like, I know that one's good. No, I know. I definitely <laughs> got to watch it. But um, so this obviously is, without a whole lot, without any too many spoilers, I, I or anything like okay. that, how would it hold up for you? Okay, so my first time watching this, I was in film class like three years ago, four right. years ago, and uh, I didn't, I didn't really like it. So keep, I was just getting into film though, so like really heavily into film. I was still in my era before I was watching like Ford films or anything really old. Right, I was still like. Like, no, anything before the 80s was considered old to me. Like, I didn't want to watch any of that. So then here we're watching The Godfather from 1971, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> so I'm sitting there in class watching it, and I'm like, right, this, is, this is this is okay. Like, whatever. It's just it's just okay. Watching it at home for the second time after, like, the whole pandemic spent watching all these foreign, old-ass movies, totally different look at it. It went up a full, like, star, because I originally rated three and a half, and now it's four and a half. Oh, wow. So like it went up because I was like that's what I was gonna ask you. I was like you. this is solid as hell. Exactly. Like, that's what I was gonna ask you. You having been watched like you watched a lot of films and having the context and everything that you've had, like, and my my main thing is that a lot of, and I've tried to keep my hope my hype down for this. Not not that I get too hyped for it, but a lot of people say this is the best film ever made, and that's I would argue I would argue because that's just me because there's right. a, a lot of slow parts where I'm just like all right. 
Also, it's three hours long, and long, like three hour movies for me just like like you have to be Avengers. They they have to be they have to be like I'd be invested because three right. hours is a long time of my life to spend right. watching one story, and it, every time it's a long movie, it just feels film. like it's going so slow. Right, like you, you got to think like Endgame three hour over three hours long, but like mm-hmm. the final battle is a forty minute battle piece. It's a, yeah, and it's a, it's that's a, intense. Like, you got Lord of the Rings ooh. where like the battles go by so fast, they do. like an hour long. But like this, this movie doesn't really have really intense battles. It's more like a family drama almost. Okay, yeah, but, it, it's, but it's, it's probably more like solid. Like, okay. yeah, no, I'm, I'm for sure. And I, I always try to keep my things down, but I know I need to watch it because it's like I, I have heard that Godfather Part Two was better. I've also heard that, and then Godfather, and Three that's was it, like, that's yeah. ours in two weeks. Is we're watching Godfather Part Two because next week we're we're decided we're trying to figure out what we're doing because like obviously we have forty movies left to this best picture watch, right? By the time we get through the 40 films, there's going to be the 2021 Best Picture winner already out. So that's that's yeah. almost a year. Like, Yep. But, 30, um, so, yeah, every week. You, yeah, exactly. It'll be basically next year, yeah. So we're, we're trying to figure it out. Uh, the next one's The Sting, which I've heard is pretty good. It has like a 4.1 on Letterboxd. Hmm. And then The Godfather Part 2. We might end up watching The Godfather Part 3, just saying fuck it, because like we've already, we already would have seen two of them, so might as well just watch the third one. Right. But you know, I'm leaving that. I'm trying to figure out what we're doing Lord of the Rings too, because only Return of the King one, and I'm kind. Of, I feel like it's kind of fucked up just to be like, we're watching Return of the King. If you want to watch the other two, do it on your own time. I watched all of those in theaters. So recently, did, you didn't. Did I, do I watched myself? the first one with you last year. Okay, and I think I saw that one by myself. Yeah, because I uh, they're so long. They but are, I, but they're good. Oh, I think I saw an IMAX too. That's but, cool. but yeah, so God Godfather still good, holds you up. Know, it's. Uh, I was high as hell though, so like, <laughs> I was intensely like watching it, and like everything was like going in, like I was ingrained in everything. Jada kept like trying to push me and shit, and I was just like I was staring dead at the screen, just like invested. Wow. So like I don't know, I don't know. something something about uh you know being messed up makes some of those long films go by really fast, That's or I mean either or go really fast or really slow. Like you're watching, you're like feels like it's been half an hour. You look at the time, you're like it's been three minutes. Fuck. There was one dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this was a really long scene. That was three minutes. God, <laughs> I am God. I don't know what he says. Um, so I, I did see another movie. Yeah, what, what was that? That's what I was asking about. Um, I have I have two movies left to talk about. One of them is not really. I well, we'll get there. But I got nothing. The next to talk one about. is uh my my wife has saw a movie called A Ghost Story. I owned it. It's supposed to be really good. It stars Casey Affleck, and uh, she's like, "You need to watch this." So I was like, "All right, sure, I'll watch it." And so we were watching it, and like a couple things, it's about this guy who dies <laughs> and okay. becomes a ghost. Sure. And it's not like the ghost where like he's a human and you can like see him, but it's like he's a sheet ghost. Ooh. And it shows shows him in this house. Like he he goes back home after he becomes a ghost, and he doesn't talk. He doesn't like. There's very little dialogue in this film. Right. So he's there, and he's watching his wife or girlfriend or whatever she was going around the house, and like time starts moving weird. Like he'll go and he'll walk into a room and come out of the room, and it'll be like. A totally different layout. Weird. And so, like, at one point, he watches his girlfriend leave, and she puts a note in the wall. Of course, he's like, you know, I want, the, I want to see what's on the note. So he sits there, and he starts scratching with the wall, and then, like, he looks around, and his whole new family's already living there. What the hell? So, like, time moves weird. So he, like, cool, he actually. starts haunting this, ha- this family, kind of. Like, he starts pushing photographs down. At one point, he opens the cupboards and starts throwing plates across the room while they're eating dinner. Just to, like, fuck with them, or what? Because he's they're, like, in, they're in his house. Right. His gr- his girlfriend's not coming back. That's pretty cool. And there's like, I mean, there's also a scene with like squatters coming to start living there. And so he like, he comes out of the bedroom and he sees all these squatters there. 
really weird though. Kesha makes an appearance in that scene because they wanted to use her song for the scene. Oh and so God. she's like, oh, I can do a cameo if you want for free. And they're like, hell yeah, come do a cameo. So she's in the scene. Um, after that, the house kind of goes empty and he's, he's sitting there digging at the wall. And then like a bulldozer runs through the house and knocks the whole house down. He's demolished. And he looks over and like earlier in the film, he met this other ghost in the house across from him. And they kind of talk telepathically. Right. They, the ghost is like, uh, I'm waiting for someone. After the houses get demolished, the ghost looks over no. at him and goes, I don't think they're coming. And just <laughs> shoots on the ground. Like, he just disappears. Wow. And then the guy goes through, like, the future, like, build a skyscraper on it where his house was. And he's, like, on he's, like on the roof of the skyscraper and jumps. And all the, like, he dressed as she goes. So, like, there's no emotion. But you kind of, like, it's weird. It's like it's like Darth Vader. It's like, you can see the emotion without oh, right. seeing the yeah. face. So he jumps. And then, like, he wakes up in, like, pre- like um, 1800s kind of time. Okay. This guy's setting stakes on the ground. And so he wakes up. In the, he wakes up in the Skyrim carriage. He's like, "Oh, so you're finally awake." <laughs> so like, it, it's weird though, because eventually the house gets rebuilt, right? And so what and he ends up doing is seeing himself and his girlfriend come into the house, do a tour of the house. What the fuck? And he this sees like he some sees house, his house on haunted hill shit. He sees him and his girlfriend live their life in this house until he dies, and he looks over and sees the ghost that's him. No, in the house, and so it's him he's been talking to himself. No, oh, but he now the ghost in the house with him. So what he does, he looks at the ghost, and the ghost is doing what he did earlier, right? And so he goes and sits down in front of the crack where she put the note and starts digging away at it until he gets the note out, and he opens the note and he just disappears. And the movie ends. So you don't know what the note says? You never know. Here, here's the thing though: is I guess they told the actress to write something extremely personal to her on the note. And she did, and she can't remember what's on the note either. Uh... And there's this really weird thing, because I guess she, the actress, there's a scene where she eats a pie, and she had never eaten a pie in her life before. But and why? this scene pissed me the fuck off, because she did not know how to cut a goddamn pie. Okay, but it's but has she ever got a pizza before? Come on, son. Like... Come on. She, it was, it's like a five minute scene of her eating a pie. I was so mad. I mean, did she put her dick in it? I mean, is this American pie? She, she cuts the pie, eats the piece of pie, and then just starts eating the pie whole on the ground for five minutes. Weird scene. I timed it. Five minutes. You, well, that's dedication. I was like, why is this so long? It's just her eating a pie. Do something. Wow. But no, it was a it was a solid film. I think Sounds I gave, pretty cool. I think I gave it four and a half. Four because it was Godfather. it was really really good. It's only ninety minutes, but God, it felt so long because not much is like happening. That. that sounds like a cool cool twist. It's film. like a trippy time thing. Sorry, I just remembered something, but and then uh, I told you I would be watching the new Criterion movies, right? Right. Well, Criterion released uh, Streetwise along with Tiny, the story of Aaron Blackwood, something like that. Okay. Uh, I started Streetwise. It is very boring. <laughs> you know, I see. I feel like and. I don't know exactly what the entire mission of Criterion Films is, but I feel like a lot of them you watch, they aren't entirely like, like, I don't know, because it seems like, I don't know, my whole thought process of what the Criterion Films were is like, they, they find like the best films from certain areas, but it, it, at a certain point, it's like, you know, if, when you're trying to do weekly releases, it's hard to keep, you it's know. It's hard you, to keep going with quality. Exactly, yeah. But it's it's weird, because this is like, it's a movie about these street kids in like Chicago or something. Right. And how they lived. It's a documentary. Okay. So like it shows these kids and like like people are prostituting, selling drugs, you know. But I just don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm, I'm I have like 40 minutes left of it and I just like I turned it off. I was like I'm gonna finish it, of course, because that's just how I am. Right. 
But I was laying there, I was sitting on the couch this morning watching it, and I was like, you know what? I really don't give a fuck about these characters. That sucks he, when you're, he, here's you're the thing. So too. one of the characters' name is Aaron, or mm-hmm. Tiny, right? in Streetwise. So they had a movie come out in 2016 called Tiny, the story of Aaron Blackwell. So it's about this guy. In the, it's about in the, the it's about the girl, Aaron, who, right. who they follow. You know, because the first girl. one came out in like 1987 or something like that. Right. So this is following up with her in 2016. Show okay. like where she is. She's a mother of fucking 10. Excuse me? <laughs> 10 kids? Jesus and, like, Christ. When I'm, when I'm watching. And she keeps she, care of all of them? I don't know. I haven't seen oh, the documentary. Okay. okay. Right but like, here, I'm here. watching Streetwise and she's like, uh, she's 14 and she gets asked to the doctor, like she's in a doctor's office and they ask her like, do you want kids? And she's like, oh, I love cow kids. All I can think about is like, we're well, going to have 10, 10 of them. Of them. <laughs> so, but uh, man, it's like, it's a movie where I'm like, I got to watch both of these because they're both spine numbers and I just don't care about these characters. Like, yeah. they're just, it's just something like when I watch a movie like um, Minding the Gap, where right. it's about these kids, the skaters, you know, their life, I was, I was invested. I was intrigued. I was like, they're all following, they all have their own dramas, their own story. Right. Then I'm watching this and I'm like, the kid's just fucking lazy. Like they just, like they just found you out they can make are. easy money off prostitution. Like I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Or like it's a character who's like a lesbian, just dresses like a dude. And then her whole thing is she protects the kids from like people doing weird things. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But like, I don't care about you. Like, right. There, there's nothing in your guys. Like I know it's a documentary and these are real people and the real things that happen. But it's one of those things where I'm like, you guys aren't interesting enough to me to keep my attention for over 90 minutes. Right. Like, I understand that. I, d- I don't care about you panhandling to make, do your laundry. Like, I do not give a fuck. Okay, Corella. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a scene the guy's like, the kid's Wait. outside and he's like, can I get a dime, sir, to finish my laundry? And I'm like, I don't fucking care about your goddamn laundry. You are, yeah, you are 10 years old. Like, like, I don't care. Like, exactly. You, well, something you could tell in, they, they told in 20 minutes, you could tell in like two. Dude, it's crazy. Like, they, they had this whole story about, like, oh, yeah, we went up there, we were going to go rob this place, da, da, da. and I was like, you're 10. You're 10, you're like, bro. Mm, so this is an indie film. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was like, I don't care about any of these characters. And then, like, even Aaron, where I'm like, you know, she seems interesting at 14. Right. But there's not enough to her to make me, like, I really want to know where you are in 30 years. <laughs> right. But I'm going to watch you in 30. Like, I don't, I don't fucking care about your 10 kids. Like, you fucked up. I get it. My bad. Sorry. Whoops. Your life's horrible. She. It was really ironic. Is in the in Streetwise. She's like, I'm gonna want to be rich. I want to have jewels and diamonds. I'm like, you're gonna have ten kids. You're gonna be dirt poor. Dirty, dirty poor. You can't. You can't even afford to take care of yourself, and you want to have ten kids. Shameful. I just. Shameful. It's one of those things where I'm like, I don't. I don't want to watch this when I have to. Yeah, I understand that. I'm. Not, I'm slowly gonna do it, but I'm just like, I don't care. So you had given me homework um, that I didn't do. <laughs> uh, you want want me to watch? Do the right thing. Do the right thing. And I tried finding it online, and then I had to buy it, and I was just like, oh, crap, well, I should buy it. And then all of a sudden, a week went by, and <laughs> I didn't buy it. So, um, I will try it again next week <laughs> um, to watch it. It's okay. I didn't I didn't watch Streetwise or The Live of Time, so neither of us did. We didn't do what we were supposed to do. You're I, made a, I made it 50 minutes into Streetwise. You did, exactly. And I made it to the splash page of uh, no, Do the Right Things. <laughs> but we still, had, we still had plenty to talk about today, um, so... Obviously, this this weekend, I don't know if we'll, we'll go together, but I I definitely plan on trying to check it out. Hopefully, I can find someone to go with me. Um, the Hitman Weiss Bodyguard comes out. Oh, yeah. Um, Jade and I want to watch that. Okay, cool. But also, um, Friday, Luca comes out. That's what I said. There's a, Luca comes out Friday, so we'll, we'll be Netflix, talking about that. Net, or not Netflix. Uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Pixar's pissed off movie. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll talk about that too. <laughs> I was. Um, I thought I saw this. Re- I saw one of the guys I follow on Letterboxd rated that today. Right. And I was like, is that out? Because I was. I, I was like, I was, watch, I was watching Streetwise. Country, yeah. And I was no, he lives in Ohio, but he's like, it's his job. So I was screener. Just, yeah. But I was like, as soon as I saw him review it, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, is that out? Then that's out. I'm gonna watch that right now. Like I do not care. It's Pixar. I'm I will. Little, I will drop whatever I am yeah. doing right now. I'll watch a Pixar. I film. thought that exact same <laughs> thing too. I was at work and I'm like, I might watch Pixar on my, on my laptop right now, just because. Like, I was. I was like, if Luca is out right now. I'll watch it again later on my TV. But I need to watch. I need to watch. I need, if something Pixar comes out, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> but yeah, so so Luca comes out Friday. Him and his wife Bodyguard. They had pre-screeners you could do last week. Yeah, I just it really confused everything. Cause I got I, I got confused too. I thought it came out so last I, week. Yeah, but it turns but then out it opened. Out and it, it actually already opened on like today. I think it actually opened Wednesday, which is weird. But like I don't, I don't know. So there was like I don't know. There was like there were showtimes last night because like late last night because it opened on Wednesday because you know it opens on Friday. You have shows Thursday. I don't like that. And I'm like I'm confused. Why as hell with that? There are some. It, it does happen occasionally with movies, but I think it's just it was just weird. I always um, just expect them, like, with the pandemic's really messed up movie schedules for me. Cause I'm like, it's supposed to come out Fridays, pre-screeners on Thursdays. Like, typically. Yeah. But now they're like, oh, well, they're, they're gonna be releasing on Wednesday. Well, they're gonna release on Monday. It's gonna well, release on Thursday. I'm like, what, what is your schedule? You, you have no schedule now. I don't think, I don't think that's gonna be a normal thing. I think that's just, I think that this one just did that for it's some just reason. weird. There's like three, there's been like a lot of movies where they like come out on weird days of the week right now. It might be that. For, it might like, be that for like I'm the rest like, of the year. Why? Like, it's just coming out on Thursday. Thursdays um, are easy. Yeah, because I, I think the reason it comes out on like seven o'clock on Thursday for us is because we're in a different time zone. I mean, probably. Well, I think that used to be the case, but not anymore. I think they just do it on like Thursday night. It just bothers me. I'm just like, can you just come out at a normal time every week? Because like this is annoying yeah. the hell. I mean, we're having to look and be like, is this coming out today? We I can go see Hitman's Wife Bodyguard right like today. We could, yeah. I'm totally know. thinking about it because my wife works tomorrow. So I'm oh like, yeah, like, we'll see you tonight. Well, um, that is all for this week. It's, our only, it's only 99 files. minutes long. Yeah, it's not too bad actually. Or an hour and a half, basically, or an hour and forty. Um, so we will. Uh, let's see. Well, let's see. Thank you guys for talking to us. We talk in the heights. Um, various constant watches of the week and some movie news. Uh, if you want to keep up with our activities outside the airwaves, you can follow me, Mitchell Chandler, at Facebook and Instagram at author Mitchell Chandler, on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler, and on Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews. And remember, Mitch is spelled with the Y, so that's M-Y-T-C-H. Um, and uh, Bryce, where can people follow you and your wonderful adventures online? You can find me on Letterboxd at Pain Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews, uh, Instagram at Pain Love Cinema, and Twitter at Sangreen Films. And we also have a podcast, uh, sorry, an Instagram for our podcast that we post sporadically on. We have a podcast. <laughs> we have a podcast for our <laughs> podcast. Um, and you can find it's that. Where we, it's where we talk about behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> we should though. Do you remember that time where you screwed? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> every time. And so anyways, uh, then that's at Into the Filmverse podcast. And hey, uh, if you are a fan of the Loki, uh, Disney Plus show, we also have a live spoiler, uh, discussion up there for that for episode two. Um, obviously episode three will come out tomorrow and we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll have a, s- a new discussion about that probably either, um, that same night or, th- or Thursday. So we should look out for that. Um, and that is all for this week. Our fellow cinephiles until next time. Excelsior. Excelsior!